Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Good afternoon and good night. And the reason why we say good morning, good afternoon and good night is because we are lucky enough to have this podcast going to uh, several different countries at the same time and uh, on live on radio, of course, um, Radio Italia Uno and Happy Business. We have um, this week, I've got to say thank you to the people that did send me emails. Um, I had a couple of very interesting emails. It's quite interesting. Um Somebody who had been studying at one of the universities overseas asked a couple of questions about um, business and they were saying how their lecturer was had mentioned something, a business lecturer had mentioned something and uh, they were asking the business lecturer and he said, look, I don't really know. <laughs> he said, I don't really know. I heard it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. They asked, oh, can you tell me more about this? That sounds very interesting. Can you tell me more? And the guy says, I don't really know. I heard it on a podcast. <laughs> and then the, the guy said, oh, really? And then he actually told the class about the uh, you know, Radio uh, Adelaide um, uh, Italia Uno and, um, and, and the Happy Business podcast. So uh, thank you to Ron for helping us with uh, from Podcast City for podcasting it because now the students at that particular university – uh, also listening and, and looked at our podcast to hear it. And uh, the professor actually said to me in the email that he played part of our podcast to the audience, wow. uh, to his class. But, but what was really interesting, you know how we started this motivational uh, session? He said that um, some of his students had not heard some of those stories before. And, you know, sometimes we know stuff. So mm. because we know stuff, we sort of take it for granted that, Everybody else knows it. That's it. You We've know? got to share our knowledge. Yeah. I mean, that's the point. That's the, this whole point of this Happy Business Radio is about how to be in business, but how to be happy in business, how to be happy in life. You know, there are so many people out there today, especially because of the coronavirus, especially because of the economic situation in their, in their state, in their location or wherever. So it doesn't matter what country you're in because everybody suffers a similar thing over a period of time. You know, now... In Australia, we, we are the luckiest people in the world as far as the coronavirus goes, the way we've treated it, the way it's treated us or the way we've locked it down. And we've had cities locked down, but we've also had states locked down that you can't move from one state to another state or the borders have been closed so you can't go across the borders. And they are very, very strict. And some people uh, live right next to the town, which is right on the border, yes. and they can't even go to town to do their shopping. That's how strict they were. You know, like on the river, people got the main cities on the other side of the river and they can't even cross the river to go shopping. Mm. That's like terrible because in Australia that's never heard of, you know, unheard of. But um, it's happened and people that live on one side of the river or the other side of the river are waving at each other but can't even see each other close up or can't go shopping in each other's, you know, across the bridge. Yes. So that's that's really uh, put a lot of pressure on, on some people. And matter of fact, uh, there was some ideas how people were floating things across the boat, you know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Seriously, yes. somebody um, yeah. put a, a rope across the river and pulled the boat across because somebody over there had done shopping for them <laughs> that they couldn't, they weren't allowed to go across the river to get. So, you know, people become being very inventive, you know. Yeah. 
But what what is really, really interesting is how so many people around the world have recreated themselves and recreated their businesses or tried much, much harder. But what is so, so important, how some businesses have totally closed up. The, the other night I took my wife out. I mean, I regularly take my wife out, but we went out and we were out to dinner in the city. And while we were there, um, there was this particular restaurant that we thought, oh, we'll go down and have a look at this particular restaurant that we've been to. And that one there had closed down, Yeah. right? So I thought, that's interesting. I said, because this was a very, very popular, very popular restaurant. And I thought, wow, you know, it was only a small little restaurant, but it closed down. And I thought, wow, that's funny. And anyway, we walked up the street. And as we were walking up the street, I noticed the name of that same restaurant. I thought, oh, so it hasn't closed down. It's actually moved from that small premises to a larger premises. And I looked in, the whole room was chock-a-block full. Right, the restaurant was chock a block full, and I said to my wife, "If there's that many people eating in that restaurant, it's still the same restaurant, or the same owners have just moved to a bigger premises." Yeah. And what had happened that when I went in there, they recognised me, and the same, exactly the same thing happened. I said, "Yeah, we were there. It was so popular, we could never get a bigger room in this in this precinct because that up that street, they're all restaurants. They're, yeah. You know, and what happened was the restaurant that was there." just closed down. And then I noticed as I was looking around, there were about five or six restaurants, not in a row, but you know, alongside each other or up that same street that were totally closed. And the others were chock-a-block full. Now, to me, I was thinking that means one thing and one thing only. Those people changed very quickly or adapted very quickly. The others depended on flow of traffic or something else because their food wasn't as good or yeah. whatever it was. But there was a couple of very small restaurants that were chock-a-block full. That means their food must have been good. And this restaurant to move from a smaller premises to a larger premises means they had a, a new way of thinking yeah. and, and grew their business. And it, it was really good. And we went there last night and the food was really, really good. Yeah, You know, it was really good. And I thought that's why this restaurant is going well. And it's funny because... I reckon about two months ago, Dana and I went to a restaurant and I, I came out of there and I thought, you know what? This food was so bland, so mm -hmm. plain. I said, there's nothing Asian about it. There's yeah. nothing European about it. There's nothing special about this food. And two months later, the restaurant's closed. Yeah, it happens a lot that yep. people just don't... Oh, I say this to people. When you're starting a business, mm -hmm. you're not starting it for you. You're starting it for the people. So you've got to give the people what they want. You can have your uh, flair in there. But if you're, like, for example, serving Lemmingtons in a place that no one will eat Lemmingtons, yeah. why? Yeah, that's right. By the way, let me say something. <laughs> I mean, Ron and I work together here a lot, and I've, I haven't introduced him. So, <laughs> Ron, everybody knows you from uh, uh, your radio show that you do here on uh, Radio Italia Uno, um, and it's the real estate uh, show Talk, that you yeah, do. Talking real talking estate. Talking real estate, and it's Ron Fiedler. Yes. Uh, so Ron Fiedler is my special guest today. Not only does Ron do the podcasting here at Podcast City, but he also runs his own radio show here about real estate, um, talking real estate every Saturday morning. And uh, he, he talks about real estate in Australia. He talks real estate in general. And he talks about real estate in Italy yes. and, and compares it to the Australian-Italian population here. 
And um, it, the show's going really, really well. And you can pick that up on podcast as well, of course. That, that's it. We're so, trying to podcast as many of our Radio Italia Uno shows as we can. So yep. people can listen to them anytime. Yeah, that's the, that's the beauty of it. And the fact is that um, a lot of people are interested in real estate or would like to buy real estate. In Australia at the moment, in particular in South Australia, the government is doing everything they can and doing a lot to help uh, first-time buyers. Yes. And uh, uh, today, like ever before, um, if you're renting, the rent is always a lot more than paying a mortgage. Yeah. And, and it doesn't make sense because if you're going to rent for one or two years, you might as well be paying a mortgage for one or two years. Yes. Because if you buy a house today, even in one or two years, that will go up in value a bit more than your rent. That's right. Just that, paying rent for somebody else. That's the trouble now is it's actually um, cheaper to, to buy than rent. And, and yep. at the moment, the rents are so tight yep. that um, there are bidding wars. There are people are actually – it's becoming like an, an auction for, for rentals. For a property, for yeah. a property, yeah. I've had a couple of mates just recently trying to find a, a, a property and they couldn't and they've applied. And these are business people I'm yep. talking about, not just, you know, Tom Dixon Harry's, but uh, – Fairly well-to-do business people have mm-hmm. got a business running and uh, international um, trade business. And uh, the chap had trouble trying to get a, a, a place to rent because he said every time he applied, there was another 50, 60 people for that same unit yeah. or for that same house. And uh, he's just recently moved into a, a property here in the city just around the corner from where the studios are. Okay. So it's quite interesting. And I've got another chap who's actually sold his house um, waiting for his house to be built. So he's looking for a short-term rent. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. He's, he's had so much trouble. Every day he's ringing up like 10 or 15 agents mm. and he's got them on the repeat dial. Yes, <laughs> yes. He's just yeah. dialing, 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 dialing down the list. And saying, what have you got? What have you got? What have you got? And they say to him, we don't have any short-term rents. Yeah. And he's had to go into an apartment building in the city that he's put his name down like two months ago that finally came up to the top yep. of the list and he can't move in and for another two weeks, I think. But for one week, he won't have anywhere to stay at all. I think one or two weeks, he's got nowhere to stay. Yeah. Um, Usually you had a lot of these short-term rents when the market, the real estate market or the rental market was low. Yes. Um, but now because <clears> there are so many, people are saying, hey, I don't need to do short-term rents. Yes. I can do this year. And I've even heard of agents, especially in the uh, more affluent areas, doing two-year um, deals at the moment yep. to lock in these high prices. Oh yes, that's what they're doing. Yep. They're locking in high prices. But more importantly, if you want a short-term rent, you're paying like twice the amount mm. of rent instead yeah. of five hundred dollars a week. You're paying as much as a thousand dollars a week just for the six months period, or yeah. a three months period is even more. It's ridiculous. But that's what's happened. Now the thing is, uh, uh, today's topic, of course, we've we're going to make it multicultural <laughs> type yes. topic because look, you can't talk about happiness. In business, if you're not happy yourself, yes, right, you that's can't true. you can't talk about uh, remaining in business if you're not happy because people, it's it's like a down downhill slope. You know, you get yeah. more and more and more and more and more and more depressed. You don't get happier and happier and happier. But the biggest thing that I can ask you guys, and the biggest thing I want you to think about, what is it that makes you happy? What is it that makes you really happy? And what is it that makes people around you happy? Because sometimes people think, oh, yeah, I know, this is going to make me happy. Mm. But by making themselves happy, they may affect somebody else's 
unhappy. So, you, you know, you can't go out and party all night if your partner doesn't want you to party all night. Yep. You can't go out and just get drunk every every night because your family or your partners or people around you don't want you to get drunk every night. They just can't handle it or whatever. So you've got to be happy without being drunk. You've got to be happy without upsetting other people's happiness, you know? Yes. And so what can you do also... The big question is, what can you do to make other people happy? Because the biggest thing that I've always, my number one thing has been, and I've got a lot of number one things. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the thing is people don't remember what you say. Yes. They will not remember necessarily what you do, but they will always, always, always remember the way you made them feel. Yes, that is true. They, that's the thing. Um, I look at it this way in life that they always say this, you know, do unto others that you want done to you. But I look at it this way. If there's something that uh, you can do that someone doesn't like and you do it for them, they'll always remember that. Yep. For example, um, I do a lot of cooking at home. Mm -hmm. my, my wife and I have an agreement that she'll do all the dishes and load <laughs> the dishwasher and all, and I'll do the cooking because oh. she doesn't – enjoy doing so much cooking and it makes her happy and it makes me happy knowing that she's happy that she doesn't have to you know drag herself out and do all the cooking because I enjoy doing that mm -hmm. and and we got this um, thing where we do 50 50 and help each other out mm -hmm. so things that she doesn't like I will do yep. and things that I don't like I know she'll do and it makes us both happy yep that's that's a very very good example of how to work in a, in a marriage, in a partnership, in a relationship, and how to keep the relationship balanced. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, it's not that you have to put yourself out to say, oh, I hate doing this, but I'm going to do it. But you, you change the attitude that you do it with, mm. you know. Yes. So you say, look, it's got to be done. Let's just get in there and do it. Yeah. You know, like, you know, when I, I learned a lot of things when I did not know I was learning them. Yeah. You know, and we all learn a lot of things that we don't know we were learning. And we tend to have mentors without knowing that we've got mentors. Oh, yes. Right? We have people that we follow. Now, for example, um, you watch a movie star and you say, I want to be like him. Mm. You, you tend to uh, watch a, a singer, a, a, you know, a pop star, whatever, and you tend to want to dress like them. You tend to want to uh, put on their sort of clothing. And without yeah. knowing it, you've got their hairstyle, you've got their whip, their sort yes. of clothing and all the rest of it. And that's what the big business is really all about. They put a celebrity up there mm -hmm. and people see the celebrity and all of a sudden they think, wow, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And they go and buy the celebrity's clothes. They go and buy the, the shoes, the hats, the fancy. They do the dance or whatever. <laughs> Somebody comes out and wears, you know, a bikini on a particular um, movie or and everybody buys that bikini. Somebody yep. goes to a ball and wears a particular ball gown. All of a sudden everybody buys a similar ball gown. That's yes. what following without even knowing that you're following. Yeah. Some people do it deliberately. Some people do it unconsciously. So look, yeah. we're going to have to take a break and we'll come straight back after this. Thank you very much. The event presented by Radio Italia Uno and Unique Stone has been postponed to Friday the 26th of March with a new program, an exciting and engaging show with double the entertainment and music. Guests of the evening are James Liotta, Daniela Fontanarosa and Sonic Circle, Rocco Speranza. Friday the 26th of March in the spectacular Woodville Town Hall Theatre. Doors open at 6.30pm. Tickets already purchased for February the 13th are directly valid for March the 26th. If 
you want to book new tickets, don't wait. Call the radio at 8212-3177. In addition to the major sponsor, Unique Stone, we're happy to have our platinum sponsors by our side. Mitole Family Farm and Northeast Isuzu. Radio Italia Uno, sempre di più. Hi, I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, a family-owned and operated business for 19 years and counting. Our showroom and coffee machine workshop is based in Adelaide City Centre, where we showcase coffee machines, all types of coffee accessories and complimentary products, as well as five of our very own coffee blends, including our most popular Dolce Vita blend. Fine Choice Coffee Solutions is SA's home and authorised service centre for the fully automatic Euro coffee machines. Our staff are friendly and welcoming, and always looking forward to meeting new customers so come and say hi at 264 Gilbert Street in the city or you can shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au Gallipo Foods dal 1983 leader australiano nella vendita di distribuzione di una vasta gamma di generi alimentari tra i quali il prosciutto Spears dal gusto unico e delicato al palato Innovazione, professionalità e forte rapporto con dipendenti, clienti e fornitori fanno di Galipo Foods uno dei distributori più grandi, rispettati e premiati in tutta Australia. Galipo Foods, stima, fiducia e qualità. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you very much and thank you for listening to our radio show and our podcast from Podcast City here in Adelaide. Look, um, I just wanted to say it was uh, thank you especially to all our sponsors and the radio sponsors. So, you know, I always say support the people that support us. So please go along to the shops, go along and use their businesses because their businesses are struggling like everybody else and some of them are doing very, very well. And the reason why they're doing very well is because they are advertising with Radio Italia Uno. So if we can help you to advertise, um, our rates are very, very reasonable. Just give me a call or ring Martha here and say you want to talk to our salesperson here. They're more than happy to help you. Now, um, Ron and I were talking earlier about uh, mentoring and, and sometimes how you get a, um, a mentor or somebody that you don't even pick yourself, yeah. you know, yes. it sort of happens. Now, the thing is, I, I know like my son um, and myself, you know, uh, but one of my sons is a really good musician, right? Yep. Really good musician. He was uh, young and I used to play the drums and I'd sit him on my laps and he goes, smash, 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 you know, and ching on the cymbals, you know. Yeah. And, uh, in no time at all, like he was two, three years old, and he was playing the drums almost better than me and keeping the beat. Wow. Right? He was very, very good. But, you know, uh, within a few years after that, he picked up the guitar and yeah. started playing the guitar and almost self-taught. Uh, you know, like I would say he was self-taught, but, uh, you know, although he was self-taught, he would watch all the guys on the television. He would watch all the guys on the TV clips and, and stuff like that. Or he'd sit with his mates and they'd have jam sessions. Yeah. So they would teach each other, you know. And it was interesting because he picked up this riff on a, on a guitar and he played it a certain way. And yes. then somebody else that was playing it, one of his mates, said, oh, look, I, I learned that, but I learned it like this. And all of a sudden it, he had two ways of playing that same riff. You know, one was on a lower key, one was on a different 
part of the guitar or whatever. Yeah. But they, they played it slightly different and they said, oh, what about this? You know, And all of a sudden they started writing their own songs, you know, because yeah. they said, oh, well, I'll do it this way and then you do it that way. So it's di- it becomes a different riff or a yes. different, different little chord, you know, a different little tune. And they started writing their own songs. But the reason why I'm saying that is because they had their mentors of other great artists and other great performers in bands and, and individuals and stuff. Uh, you know, the people look at Bob Marley and yep. they saw his hairstyle and all of a sudden they started getting the same dreadlocks. Yes, you yes. Know, they wanted the same dreadlocks. People, you know, in my era, it was Elvis Presley or the Beatles or the mm-hmm. Rolling Stones or, you know, some other group. Yes. That, you know, Kiss or whatever, you know, and you start wearing that sort of style of hairstyle or that sort of style of clothing or, um, you know, the the rockers, the surfers, the the mods and all these other hippies and all that sort yeah. of stuff. You tend to follow that sort of person. You know, Miley Cyrus in the in the Western world is very popular. You know, she came out and wore an outfit. All of a sudden, somebody else is doing mm-hmm. Katy Perry wears something. Everybody wants Katy Perry stuff. Yes. So, you know, um, the the Angels came out and everybody wanted to dress like the Angels. And some other band came out and they wanted to dress like, like them. them. Yeah. So, you know, in business, it's exactly the same thing. Who is your mentor? Who is the person you're following? Who is the person that you want to be like? You know, there is um, Steve Jobs. Yes. You know, most people know him. You know, um, Zuckerberg. You know, everybody's fighting him at the moment from Facebook and everything yes. else. But they're, they're mentors for people. We need to look at what, who is doing what and why. Yeah. You know, and that's what this is really all about. That's what business is all about. That's what being happy is all about. Look around you. See who you want to be like, yeah, you know, uh, look at your mum and dad, look at your father, look at your brothers, look at your sisters, look at your uncles, look at your aunties, you know, within the family and say, mm. I want to be more like Uncle Bill. I yeah. want to be a bit more my dad. I want to be a bit more like, you know, uh, Uncle John or whatever, you know, uh, Auntie Mary, <laughs> whoever it is. That's it. And, and then look further. Look within your district, look within your area, look within your church, look within your social group. Mm-hmm. And then look within your estate, you know, and look yeah. overseas. The point is, don't be blocked. You know, yeah. like years ago, they used to have horse and carts and they used to blinkers on the horses. Yes. You know, so that they can't see either side. Yeah. And they wouldn't get scared. Now, today, people are still doing that. Yeah, the people still got blinkers on. And as you were, and something you say, Peter, a lot is mentors change. So when you change in your life or your business, it might mean that you need to change mentors too. Oh yeah, of course sure. Look, um look in Australia right now there's the Australian Open that's just about mm. to finish or just finished this weekend. Now, uh, you know Leighton Hewitt, which was the South Australian became number 1 tennis player yeah. in the world. Now, I use his story a lot because I know Leighton and I've had a lot to do with him in the past while well, he was here in Adelaide. Mm-hmm. I used to see him regularly, but um what happened was when he was a, a young boy, his father coached him. Yes. Right. And up until he was about twelve, his father coached him. And then, then he said, "Right, I want to, I want to be the junior champion." So he got another coach. And when he turned sixteen, seventeen, he had a, a special coach to help him to become the junior champion. He became yeah. the Australian junior champion. And then, at, as soon as he won the championship, he sacked his coach. And people said, "What? This guy's the best coach yeah. you've ever had." He said, "He is, but he's not the coach to take me." To senior champion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So what he did was he went to senior champion and he became the senior champion. Immediately after winning the Australia or the world number one, yeah. he sacked his coach. 
And people, the reporter said, are you mad? This guy's <laughs> taken you from, you know, from little old Adelaide to number one in the world. Yes. And you've sacked him. He said, yes, I don't want to be number one. He said, I'm already number one. And the guy said, why did you sack your coach? Because I want to remain number one. And to remain at number one, I need a different coach, yeah. a different mindset, a different, you know, a different thing altogether. Now, when he dropped out of number one and dropped down in rankings, he immediately went back to his previous coach. Yeah. And people said, but you sacked him. Why are you going back to him? Because he's the one that took me from there to up there again. And the other and thing, that, too, that I find like that is that uh, people are too scared because they want to be too nice to people to say, well, this mentor is not giving me what I want now. Um, I've learnt everything I can. I want to move on. But they don't because what they're, they're frightened of upsetting. But what they don't know is that they're limiting themselves. Well, I think that's the mentor as well. The mentor, yeah. if somebody's coaching somebody, they should know when to hand them on. That's right. You've got to you hand know, over someone to that's going to take them to that next yeah. level. You, It's like me. I coach real estate agents, but I yeah. only coach first-year real estate yeah. agents yeah. because after that – they need to move they think into they a know next. It all. Yeah, they do. They do. But then, what they need to do is move to the next level yeah. of people who are in a net another bracket. Yeah. And I don't look at that next bracket. I only look at when they start, and yeah. that's when I get really happy and and enjoyment is when I know I've, that they've finished their first year. Yeah. They're they're doing well, and they can move into. And you're something the one else. that kicks them out of the nest. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you got that's, it. That's the thing. This is the thing that people don't understand. Now. Um, like as a performer, right? Yep. I've been doing lots of performing, like as a speaker, trainer, as an entertainer mm -hmm. in the entertainment business. And I was talking to some people the other day, getting ready for the Fringe. Yep. Now, for those that don't know, the Fringe is the, the biggest uh, art festival in in the Southern Hemisphere. is happening right here in Adelaide every year yep. at, the, at the end of February to March. How whole, lucky are we to have that in yeah, our backyard? Right, right here in Adelaide is the biggest fringe in the Southern Hemisphere. And of all artists, we've got thousands and thousands of artists come to Australia yep. and come to South Australia, to Adelaide, to perform all over the city. Now, the thing is this, that we were talking to local artists and I brought them in here to the radio station and I said to them, let's sit down together and let's help each other write some jokes yep. let's help each other write our scripts let's help each other go through that and while they were going through that i had a big team of people here mm. came in here and we helped each other so much and everybody appreciated it and did really well and yep. wrote wrote their scripts and got their acts ready this was for last year yeah now what happened was while they were here i said you need to use a microphone on stage mm -hmm. you know some people thought oh it's only a small crowd i can you can't yell above a crowd because the people in the back of the room are louder than you are on the stage. That's true, yes. And somebody going, getting up to buy a beer or getting up or to go to the toilet or whatever will disturb the whole room and they will miss two or three of your jokes or two or three of your lines or yep. whatever. It uh, interrupts the whole flow. Yes. So I said, you need to use a microphone. And they all didn't know how to use a microphone. Very few of them knew that there were different types of microphones. Yes. The lapel mic, the handheld mic, the headset mic, the, the stand mic, how to move the stand, how to it's so many parts of it. Yeah. You know, the theatrical side of it. They're using the stage, the right stage, left stage, mm -hmm. front stage, backstage, forward stage, center stage, and how to deliver different jokes. If you're telling a story, how yeah. to walk across the stage oh, yes. telling the story. So by doing that, people say, wow, I didn't realise there was that much to it. Yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. In business, you're doing so well fighting to do what you're doing, you need somebody to look 
in at what you're doing. Yes. So it's saying even if you're doing well, and those that are doing well, say I'm working on the business, not in the business. Yeah. But too many people don't realise that they're still stuck in the business. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, I've always been told by the best mentors that I've had, if you can't walk away from your business for a week or two, yeah, that means your business is not running. And that's what happened in COVID, uh, Peter. Yeah. A lot of people were week to week and they don't think past that, that, mm. that week. So what happens is when COVID came in, they had to walk away from their business not because they wanted to, but because of government regulations. Well, they had to shut it down. And they shut down, but they never went back because they didn't have the money to go back. They didn't have the staff to go back. But if they planned correctly, they had uh, plan Bs in place and Cs, then they could have walked away from those two weeks and then, or six months even and then walked back in to the business. Well, the thing is, I, I, you know, I, I have a different way of thinking about people. It's not plan a plan b and plan c plan a should cover it contingent if that happens you do this if that yep. happens you do that yes. now some people have plan a plan b plan c plan d and they don't work any of them yes that's you true. you know what i mean yeah. so what i'm saying is like the other day you know that murphy's law if something can go wrong it will yes we had our first fringe show this Sunday yeah. and we had rehearsals on Friday. We had rehearsals on the Sunday before all the PA systems worked, the lights worked, this worked, yeah. that worked. We got up and all of a sudden the whole PA system wasn't working. Yeah. So I had to very quickly say to the guy in the band, can I put my PA system through yours and, you know, I'll use my headset instead of the mindset. Now we've got brand new batteries in the, in the, in the microphones <laughs> and they still went, making yeah. funny noises. Yes. Now I'm thinking, what the heck? And then the the guy who was a sound tech, he was using his laptop to do it all. Yeah. And then he said, oh, yeah, but the mainframe uh, switched off somehow. You know, when their little arrow comes on, oh, yes. on the, the screen shut down. Yeah. So he had to run backstage, find out what was happening, reboot up the mainframe. Yes. So that would stay up so he could do it on his laptop. Yeah. You know, or on his handheld device. So these sort of things happen all the yeah. time in business. Now, we're talking about little things, but the major things. So yes. most people don't have those major contingency in place. Now, you might call them plan A, plan B, plan C, but the fact is it's all part of a big plan. Mm -hmm. It should be there. And unless you've got a good coach or a good mentor or somebody that's been in business for a while and says, hey, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if that happens? You know, on uh, South Road... In, in South Australia, here in Adelaide, there's a main main road from north to south. It's a main thoroughfare. Yes. It's a you know it's been for thousands of years, <laughs> no, like for uh, 200 years. It's it's been there since first South Australians came. That was the main road. That yep. was it. The main South Road was, goes from north to south. Now, they never ever made it big enough. Yeah, they never yeah. ever made it big enough. They didn't think every the government, every government that's been put in. I can remember saying, we've got to fix this intersection. We've got to fix that intersection. We've got to fix this intersection. But they were fixing little intersections, like putting bandages on it yes. instead of fixing the road. Yeah, They had to widen the road. And it's not until this five years ago that, yeah. or ten years ago now that they decided, yes, we're going to do it. And yeah. the next government came in and said, we're going to do it. And the next government said, we're going to do it. And eventually a government said, we're going to start it. And they did. Yeah. So they started it. But it's been over ten years. And then they made one road which was one way. I couldn't believe that. That was I mean, that was like, 
We're in the 21st yeah. century, for God's sake. They made a major road, yeah. and it was a one-way road. I could remember going down there and seeing all these people lined up and thinking, what? They were waiting for the changeover. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> at 12 o'clock in the morning, yeah. it changed to go one way. At 12 o'clock at night, it changed to go the other <laughs> way. Or 12 o'clock in, in the middle of the day, it changed yeah. to go the other way. It was ridiculous. We were the laughing stock of the world. Yeah. You know, like comedians had lots of fun and, and news readers couldn't believe it. You know, we had international crews come here to believe that we had a major road that we spent millions on and you only could go on it one, one way. way. Yes, <laughs> I, I do. I remember, I, I think I was in uh, Sydney at the time and I can remember seeing that and, yeah, it just blew my mind. Yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't understand how politicians could do that. The yeah. fact is if they built the road then, it would have cost them, I think it was about $60 million. Mm. And when they finally did it, Right to open it up to the two lanes or the five, you know, four lanes on each side. Yeah, it cost them close to a billion. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Look, we'll come back after this break, and we've got a couple of very interesting things I want to talk about as well. Thank you. Bonasera Restaurant, where you eat Italian style. Come and visit our elegant reception room. For weddings, baptisms, family functions and much more with a capability of up to 100 people. Eating at Bonasera Restaurant is like emerging ourselves in the all-Italian dream. On Friday and Saturday, lots of music in our piano bar and you'll taste the fabulous specials of our Maria. At Bonasera Restaurant, fixed price includes three courses, dessert and coffee. Bookings 83795647. Bonasera Restaurant, 295 Glen Osmond Road, Glenunga. Yo, ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Granito, Marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone benchtops to your kitchen, bathroom or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 8266-2280. Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. Join me, Ron Fiedler and Karen Fiedler each Saturday morning from 9 to 10am for Talking Real Estate, your guide to real estate in Adelaide and South Australia. We'll bring you the latest local real estate news, interviews, tips and advice from property experts, plus report on the Italian property market and let you know about the week's open homes and upcoming auctions. And don't forget, I'll be bringing you my open home of the week. On Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, Talking Real Estate, every Saturday morning from 9 till 10am. Be in the know with Adelaide's local real estate show. Radio Italia Uno, sito internet www.italiauno.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram.
little song I wrote You might want to sing it note for note Don't worry Be happy In every life we have some trouble But when you worry you make it double Don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy now place to lay your head somebody came and took your bed don't worry be happy the landlord say your rent is late he may have to litigate don't worry <laughs> be happy look at me I'm happy Happy. I give you my phone number. When you worry, call me. I make you happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Ain't got no cash. Ain't got no style. Ain't got no gal to make you smile. But don't worry. Cause when you're worried, your face will frown, and that will bring everybody down. So don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, don't worry, don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry, be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. So um, you were 21 when you started your first business? Yeah, I started a cleaning business up. Um, I was a chef. I I followed my father's footsteps. He was a chef, but I wanted to earn more money. Being an apprentice, you didn't earn a lot of money. (laughs) 
so, I know that feeling. So I started this uh, cleaning business up and it was quite successful and all, but I was concentrating, wanted to concentrate more on the cooking side. So I then um, uh, had some incidents with my business partner and all and I decided to dissolve that business mm-hmm. um, and do catering on the side. And I did that for a while. Um, and I worked my way up from a, a chef apprentice to a chef to a chef manager and I was uh, running colleges in Queensland looking after students and all their food. So we're cooking for two to 400 people. Um, And then I had an opportunity to go overseas to Iraq. Mm -hmm. And I went over there with the coalition forces, the American forces, Mm -hmm. and we set up kitchens and we set up um, uh, logistics to help them get uh, all their equipment in and all their food. And we were cooking for the soldiers and all. And I made a lot of contacts there. Um, And I was on really good money. And I was over there for a while, about a year. And then I come back to Australia and I was going back to cooking. But I thought to myself, you know, I'm not going to make this big money cooking. What do I do? And I had a, I had a friend of mine who was a restaurateur and also a real estate agent told me to get into real estate. And that's what I did. So I learned real estate from a, a couple of people. Um, but it wasn't what my plan was in life to just sell houses. So I started a support business up for real estate. So we did marketing for them. We did um, uh, auctions. We, we did their brochures and flyers and photographs and all this sort of stuff. We were sort of a coordinating company to get people out to do that. And we started with a couple of people and it went really well. But once again, I wanted to do more. I wanted to help more people. So what we what I did was I got rid of that business and I just went as an independent person helping other people to succeed in selling real estate. Yeah, that's, and that's yeah. Inter- it's interesting how you know your drive, your motivation. That's what inspires me. You know, yep. there you are at twenty-one, and already you're going. Wait, well, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. Yep. And you kept growing and growing and growing. Yep. And then you just moved on. You passed that on and sold it off or whatever, and you moved on to another bit. Yes. And and that's what I'm talking about in business and what you do. What makes you happy? Yeah. You see, because so many people are in a business, and you know, there's stats coming out in the paper that I read all the time that. The other day, there were 75% of the people in America that uh, hate their job. Yes. 75% yes. hate yeah. their job. How the hell do you expect to get productivity mm. if people hate their job? That's right. You I know? say I say and to people, if you're doing a podcast, <clears throat> do a podcast on a topic you love. Because yeah. after three or four weeks, if you're doing something you don't like, you're going to get rid of it. You're well, not going to do it. How can you be interested in something and you know yeah. if you're not interested in it? How That's can, right. How can you put love and energy into it you know i love doing this i love helping people yeah I, I think people can hear it in my voice they can hear it in the the advice i'm trying to give them and and maybe i'm repeating the same thing over and over again but what happens is look i wrote a book mm. right and and i read a book and i've re- picked up somebody else's book and i've read other things and i've read through books you know yeah. and then people have said to me i read this book but this chapter wasn't in it when I read it last time. Oh, yes. You yes. know, and even my book. So people have said to me, you know, I, I read through that the other day, you know, look, last time when we bought it. But, and uh, because I was thinking, of you, I picked it up, I've, you know, and I, I flipped through it. I saw something there that I missed last time. Yeah, updating. You know, uh, but yeah. it's how you grow. Yeah. All of a sudden you notice things taller, you know. It's like the, the easiest way to explain it for me is like if there's a big bush in front of you, yeah. you can't see over the bush. 
Yes. Right? You see around either side of it and you see a little bit. But as you grow taller and taller, you get to see over the bush. You see, yes. And as you grow taller, you see over the hedge. And as you grow taller again, you see over the hills. And, and then you, yeah. you climb to the top of that hill and you see another hill. So the further up you go, the more your view. Yes. You know, and that's the way, that's a simple way of explaining how people grow. Yeah, right? that's right. But some that's people right. climb a hill and work, go up into the fog. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and they just don't see beyond yeah. that fog. Yeah, that's it. All right, we're going to take another break and we'll come right back. I tell you what, this has been a fun show so far. At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364-9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Hi, this is David Heath, and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music, and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you very much and thank you for listening to Radio Italia Uno and of course Happy Business Radio. Um, Ron Fiedler is my special guest today and it's been a real pleasure being here, Ron. Thank you, you Peter. This, this program's gone so fast, I've, I've like... What happened to the time? That's what yep. I said. They always go fast. Look, we, we go through so much information. And look, we repeat the same thing all the time because it's all about being happy. Mm. It's all about being happier. And it's not only about you being happy. It's about how you can make other people happy. Because like I said before, and I'll, I'll repeat it again and again and again, because people won't remember what you said. They yep. won't remember what you did. But they will always, always remember how you made them feel. Definitely. And that's what this is about. So... You know, my message to you guys is to see who you can make feel happier every day. See what you can do to make somebody's life a bit better. You know, a random act of kindness not only helps the people that you do the random act for, but gives you a real feeling of pride. And that, yep. that's what this is all about. And the, f- the fact is that we're talking about, like you, and as long as I've known you, Ron, yep. is, you know, you, you've always changed very quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, something went wrong. You you had to shut down a business or you sold a business. Yeah. You you built it up. And just recently you, you had a transport business that you were doing. Yeah. Um, 
and you built it up and it was going really big and you had a fleet of vehicles and all of a sudden you saw the opportunity, you think, great, I'm going to sell this business. Yep. And, and somebody came in and bought it. Unfortunately, just after that, COVID, COVID hit. hit. Yeah, but I, I do it this way, Peter. I build up something and I look at the future where it's going. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's better to sell out or yep. sell a portion of it yep. and move on to something else. Yes, it's not sell. You're not sell a sell out or yep. a, a failure. What you're doing is you're looking at the future of what is going to happen in your life. Yeah, yeah, but you grow. That's it, you grow with something. And I find when when I'm changing things around, what I'm doing is, and Richard Branson's the best, I am enjoying something. And when I stop enjoying it, Mm -hmm. I move on to something else. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about. I mean, it's, you know, it's like buying shares. You buy some shares, if they perform well, you keep them. If they don't perform well, you get rid of them. And and you something grows, and when it grows to a certain level, you you it's like harvesting. You know, yeah. you, you plant some crops, and when the crop's ready to ripen, you, you got to cut it. That's you know? right. And and then some people um, have the big problem that I've always said is the succession of a yeah. business. The succession plan they just don't put in place. They don't have a succession plan. Yeah. They think of everything else except a succession plan. I yeah. mean, I've got a business, and I want to hand it over to my son, or I want to hand it over to my daughter. Yeah. I should let them know. Of course, of course. <laughs> they should know. They should be engaged in that plan. Yeah. They should be. If I want to send, sell my business to my partner, my partner should know that at some stage I'm going to retire out of this business and yeah. hand it over to them, or yeah. sell it to them, or whatever. You know, if I'm going to hand the business over to my son, my daughter, or whoever. Um, they should be part of the plan. They should yeah. know that they're going to inherit it. Because I've, I've had a few examples where somebody says, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Oh, Richie, was it Richie who... Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. was a prime one. We've had a few people here, a few guests here that said, you know, their father was running a business and they didn't want it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and we've had other people that, you know, like I've, I've sold the story, there was a, a $5 million business here yeah. that was worth over $5 million. Had they sold it at the time, they could have got, you know, four and a half, five. Four million, mm. you know, and they would have uh, made a huge profit. But because they had to close the business, right, then, of course, the the father didn't want to run it anymore. He was like 90. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he didn't want to come back to work at 91, 92. And the son was already 65. And he said, I'm supposed to retire now. So he didn't want it. Yeah. And they didn't think of putting a manager in. They didn't think of uh, having somebody else. They just locked the doors. Yeah. And the business that was worth over $5 million, they ended up selling at a fire sale price and got less than a million. It's That's, ridiculous. That it is bad. just ridiculous, yeah. you know. And, and the point is that there are a lot of businesses like that. And the more I tell that story to people, the more I say, oh, look, I know it happened like here and that happened yeah. there. I can tell you lots of stories. I mean, this is just one that I'm using. Yeah. But there's lots of stories like that. So what I'm trying to say to people, look at what you're doing. Look at what you want to do. Yes. Be a bit more like Ron. Start a business. Build it up. Sell it to somebody else. Keep going. Build another one. Build it up. Be an entrepreneur. And if you don't know how... Give me a call. We'll help you. Yeah, that's it. Peter, you're one of the most happiest person I know. And sometimes (laughs) when I'm around you, you can just lift my spirits on a bad day. And it's because you're thinking that positive thought. Oh, look, that's what it's all about. I'm thinking all the time of how can I make people happy, but also how can I be happy? Look, something goes wrong. I don't concentrate on what's gone wrong. I think of it. What can I do right now to fix it? Exactly right. That's what this show is all about. Look, our time is up, and until we meet again, thank you very much. I, Peter Salerno, Ron Fiedler, has been my special guest today. Thanks and for having me on the show, oh, Peter. Ron, it's a pleasure having you, and it's been fantastic. And by the way, happy birthday. It was his birthday just last week. <laughs> I kept it a secret, <laughs> but thank you. I know. I found out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Happy birthday, Ron. Thank you. Bye. <clears throat>
You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.